Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the all-new, brand-new Russell Wortham Show, coming to you live, commercial-free, from my super-secret Batcave. Folks, we're back, and back in the middle of greatness. This is the greatest week of the summer, because it's the biggest event of the summer. Coming up on Sunday, from Orlando, is SummerSlam, also tomorrow night. Also from Orlando is NXT TakeOver 30. I am so, so excited for those two events. But before we talk about those two events, we are going to uh, tie up some loose ends, if you will. So, as promised, last week I said that I would share with you a story about Bobby Lashley. And one of uh, the uh, family members that I have is a part owner of a storage facility and one of the clients, tenants, if you will, uh, of said facility is one Bobby Lashley, the almighty. And what happened was Bobby was in town uh, to uh, check up on, on his stuff and uh, my family member uh, talked to him, got a picture with him. It was it was super cool. I saw the uh, picture on Facebook. I gotta tell you, I was geeking out bad. I was really geeking out. I loved it, and so that's my Bobby Lashley story. Now this next uh, story. Now I don't believe in rumors, hearsay, or innuendos. Kind of like. One, Bruce Pritchard. But, I will say this. If true, it's kind of sad. But, I understand. I understand why this is going on. So, Renee Young, who has been a part of WWE for many years, apparently is set to leave WWE in the not-too-distant future. Now, I don't know if that's even true. Frankly, uh, it's dangerous to speculate. But here's the thing. She is, Renee, is married to John Moxley, the current reigning, defending, undisputed AEW World Heavyweight Champion. So that just makes a lot of sense that she wants to leave. And it really makes sense, too, because WWE backstage was unceremoniously canceled and if they're skewing towards a younger demographic, not saying that Renee isn't young, she is she's very young. Okay, she is Renee Young is young. But if they're trying to skew towards a younger demographic in terms of people who are doing backstage interviews and promos and all of that, I don't really see where they have a spot for Renee Young. She said, I don't like doing commentary work and if you don't like doing commentary work, and if you can't do any type of interviewing, then there's really no place for you, unless you want to do some sort of uh, producing, some sort of directing, I don't know. Renee Young could also go to ESPN, she could go to Fox, she could go, uh, she could go anywhere she wants, basically, with her experience. So, to me, I think that Renee Young, if she is going to leave WWE, can make an impact anywhere 
that she wants to go. So I hope the rumors are not true. But like I said, if you have, okay, if you have cancellation of a show and you're skewing towards a younger demographic and if you're not really sure you want to do commentary, there is no other place to go other than, let's say, an AEW. And I think that Renee Young would do an incredible job for them. Heck, I'd watch AEW if uh, Renee Young were there. And it's not to say that I, I wouldn't, you know, anyhow, but it wouldn't hurt. And I would certainly watch AEW a lot more if Renee Young were there. All right, finally, folks, uh, to tie up some loose ends, uh, if you will, is uh, Dark Side of the Ring. If you haven't seen this, go on to Hulu. Okay, this is not a plug for Hulu, but go on to Hulu. Watch Dark Side of the Ring. It is a great, great docu-series about just professional wrestling and the controversies that have happened throughout our lifetimes. Uh, Episode 1, week 1, is Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. That, for all intents and purposes, was intense. Macho Man was uh, perceived as overprotective, overbearing. Uh, People have called him paranoid over the years. No, I never met Macho Man. I never did. But, to me, it's not anything that I haven't heard of already. And it's it's just a great series. It's stories that you've heard, but with a twist. They have uh, actor uh, recreations of certain situations. They have various people that were actually almost well, like Hamilton. I want to be in the room. They were in the room. They know this stuff. And, I, again, I can't adequately describe this in so much as to say, just go watch it. It is fascinating. Yes, there are stories that you have heard, that you know, that you understand, but in a way that maybe sheds a little bit more light. I, you know, it was really sad. And I had never heard of this uh, before, but it was very sad uh, to hear Lex Luger's frantic 911 call the night that Miss Elizabeth died uh, from a drug overdose. Apparently, the two of them had been uh, doing uh, drugs together, and with Elizabeth being as uh, uh, small uh, as she was in terms of height, okay, in terms of height, um, yeah, it, the drugs went just straight through her system, and it didn't take much to, to, uh, cause an overdose, but Luger was frantic, as one would be, I gotta be honest with you, and it was just really heartbreaking, but please go watch this series on Hulu, again, I'm not getting paid by Hulu, but it is a great series, love it and uh so those are the uh, those are the things i wanted to share with you for this week all right first of all let's start off with nxt takeover 30 coming to you live from the performance center on saturday night we're going to go through the uh, 
matches. I'm going to share with you some thoughts about the matches. Now, some of the matches uh, that are multi-person uh, matches, I will uh, predict a winner. But the ones that are just one-on-one matchups, I've got I've got a 50-50 chance. And so I'm not going to predict those. So let's start off with Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes versus Johnny Gargano versus Velveteen Dream for the vacant NXT North American Championship. I gotta say, you know, and this is a ladder match, I gotta say, this is a great, great match. Uh, Bronson Reed, he is the next great big man. He does stuff that is just like, oh my gosh, you're doing this off the ropes? What the heck? Bronson Reed is power, he's speed, he's Keith Lee in every in every sense. I mean, he really is a Keith Lee-like figure. I like Bronson Reed. Damian Priest, I love his transformation, although I gotta say that his face turn was pretty much out of nowhere when it came up around, what was it, uh, the, the last takeover, uh, in your house and so that face turn was a little bit out uh, from you know out from nowhere but i still i still appreciated the face turn i i like damian priest i think that uh he's got a heck of a future i did hear of him before he came to wwe uh, when he was punishment martinez so i i did know of him but i didn't really see much of his uh, much of his in-ring work but I gotta say that Damian Priest is a great wrestler I think that he is going to be a champion someday Uh, so there's that Cameron Grimes best heel in NXT period if Baron Corbin is the best pure heel in WWE proper then Cameron Grimes is the best heel in NXT he took he ripped that title from Johnny Gargano. Absolutely ripped that title from Johnny Gargano. He's arrogant, but he backs up his bluster. He does. Um, it's just, yeah. It's just, but hey, I gotta tell you, gotta tell you, Cameron Grimes has a sweet hat. Man, I would wear that hat. That is a sweet hat. Johnny Gargano. Multi-time champion, uh, triple crown winner, winning the NXT North American Championship, the NXT World Championship, Tag Team Championships. He is a phenomenal athlete. The problem with Johnny Gargano seems to be that he's a great wrestler and he's a uh, career-defining wrestler. He's a generational uh, defining wrestler, but he can't seem to win at NXT TakeOver. He just can't. And I don't understand why that's the case. If he's the heart and soul of NXT, then why has Johnny Gargano really been on the losing end for most of his TakeOver matches? I don't, I don't understand this. And then, this is really interesting. Uh, Velveteen Dream is the final combatant in this ladder match. And I say it's interesting, folks, because the situation with allegations of 
his uh, mean uh, Velveteen Dreams sexual assaults. And I got to say, I, I really was really just shocked that they didn't give the last spot to Finn Bauer over Velveteen Dream. Maybe, now, again, I don't know if there's any substance to the accusations. I don't know. All I know is that in the climate that we're in right now, the moment that we're in right now, that if you're accused of sexual assault, if you're accused of rape, if you're accused of sexual harassment, okay, that is serious. And you need to be taking that seriously. And WWE, if if you're just sweeping uh, Velveteen Dream under the rug, that is really, really dangerous. So, who do I think is going to win? Well, let's just go process of elimination. Bronson Reed, he's fairly new, okay? He's fairly new. So, I don't think he's going to win. Damian Priest, like I said, he is going to be a champion someday. I just don't think it's on uh, tomorrow night. Cameron Grimes, again, he would be a good champion but that is going to be someday. Johnny Gargano is, I think, going to be your brand new North American champion. I just, I don't see Velveteen Dream winning. He had his chance against, uh, you know, he had his chance against Adam Cole for the uh, NXT Championship. But to me, I got to say that Johnny Gargano will be your brand new NXT North American Champion. Io Shirai uh, going up against Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. I know that the temptation is to say, oh, well, no, it's it's going to be uh, Io Shirai because, I mean, she has only had uh, the title for not too very long, and that would be the temptation. But you don't count out Dakota Kai. Ever since uh, War Games last year, when she turned on Tegan Knox in one of the most brutal attacks I've ever seen in my life, she has just turned the intensity factor up to 11, as they say. And Dakota Kai, she is scary enough on her own. Scary good on, on her own. And I've said this before. When Raquel Welch puts it all together, the physicality with the moves, with the character and all that, when she puts it all together, Raquel Gonzalez is going to be scary. I mean, my gosh. She is going to be scary. Uh, so, again, I can't really pick a winner, but I, I just, all I'll say is I don't see WWE NXT taking Yoshirai's title from her this soon. Next up is Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. And a lot of people for the last few weeks have been asking, is this work? Is this a shoot? Let me explain the continuum, if you will, the line graph, if you will, of uh, wrestling terminology when it comes to this. So, on the far left of the graph is a work. And what a work is, is it's scripted. It is uh, part of a storyline, and so... It's, it's, it's pretty much like, okay, yeah, we're, we're getting works, we're getting 
played in the middle is it's a work shoot where it's still scripted but there are elements of realism interwoven into that so it kind of blurs lines just just a bit and then on the far right is a shoot it's real it's raw it's it's real it's not scripted it's not uh fake and i don't think that this is a shoot i did see the interview and yes pat mcafee did interrupt adam cole a bunch but the way that adam cole you know shoved down the microphone and and went after pat mcafee now that that's at the very least that's a worked shoot okay but i i don't think that it was i don't think it was i don't think it was a shoot it 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 it's a work it's it's a work booker t seems to think that it was uh, uh you know that was a shoot and i respect booker i i really do but i think that this was a worked shoot there were elements of realism but pat mcafee and adam cole I think kind of uh, put this together, and so I, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Right next up is the aforementioned Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett for the NXT Championship. Hey, I gotta say, Karrion Cross has really impressed me. Karrion Cross has impressed me so far. He's a scary, scary dude, and. I gotta say, Scarlet, man, she is, I mean, that, that's, that's, <laughs> yep, that's all I gotta say is, yep, uh, but Keith Lee, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I just, I think that this has had a good first, um, uh, entrance, but I, I, this is not the end-all, be-all, definitive this is only going to be their first match, so I don't see a title change happening because, again, this is only their first match uh, together. Next up, Breezango, Fandango, uh, and Tyler Breeze versus Oni, Lorcan and Danny Birch versus Legado, Del Fantasma, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza. Triple threat tag team match to determine the number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championships currently held by Imperium. This one I will uh, predict, and that is Brizongo. Look, they pushed Imperium. They pushed them, and they darn near beat Imperium. So you can deal with the goofy gimmicks before the match, but during the match, they are all business, and I like them. Only Lorcan, hey, I gotta say, his match, uh, his match against Timothy Thatcher was just a scientific, map-based wrestling fan's dream. I just absolutely loved that match. And Danny Birch, great wrestler in his own right. Legato Del Fantasma, they are a great up-and-coming uh, tag team, but it is Prisongo. Um, I, I really think that they haven't finished business. Finally, uh, 
from uh, TakeOver coming up tomorrow night is Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. Dude, that is, that's a indie wrestling uh, fans dream match right there. Love it. Absolutely love it. Right. Uh, so, uh, finally, uh, for this week, we have WWE SummerSlam coming to you live from the Amway Center. Now, the Amway Center is being transformed into what they're calling the Thunderdome. It's very Mad Max, but essentially, think of the NBA, what they're doing with the video wall and how successful that is, and you just amp that up for a WWE production. I've seen the video, I've seen the pictures, it looks impressive. And what I saw was what kind of what I was thinking they were going to do for uh, for WrestleMania. And that was to pipe in fans, to bring fans in through Zoom, through Skype. And so when I saw the, the video screens around the Amway Center, I thought, okay, thank you. This is going to make this look big. This is going to make this feel big. And yes, one day I want to see 30, 40, 50, 100,000 screaming fans screaming their heads off. I just don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. So, uh, there is uh, that. Uh, but at any rate, uh, the uh, the guard, uh, so you've got the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford versus Andrade and Angel Garza with Selena Vega for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Hey, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, I mean, they are amazing. Uh, when they came up from NXT, I thought that the Street Profits were, uh, that they had come up too too quick, but they proved me wrong. Montez Ford fainting recently, uh, and, and the storyline is, oh, he got poisoned. I, I don't know. I, that, that doesn't, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I think it's going to be a great match because they have great matches together. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Hey, great mic work, great back and forth between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. I am really pleased, not that I uh, am rooting for the guy, but I am pleased that WWE has uh, said to Randy, hey, we want you to turn back into the legend killer, uh, where he's taken out Edge, He's taken, like, legitimately taken out Edge. He uh, took out Christian. He took out, recently, Shawn Michaels and uh, Ric Flair. So, Randy Orton, very dangerous. And, hey, Drew McIntyre, also dangerous, dangerous uh, in the ring. That Claymore kick can come out from absolutely nowhere. So can the RKO. So, we'll see... Uh, what happens with that match? So that'll be great. Next up, Apollo Cruz, the United States Champion versus MVP for the uh, United States Championship. Now, Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin are banned from ringside, so we will get a definitive winner. I really am not sure how it's going to go, but that that should be a heck of a match. Dominic. 
uh, Mysterio. Have you seen this kid? I mean, you go from I'm your poppy and, you know, this cute little kid back in the day to now where he is now. This guy is huge. This guy is, I mean, he, he cunt-tun grew up. Good heavens. Dominic Mysterio. I, I gotta say, I am impressed. But uh, with Rey Mysterio going up against Seth Rollins with uh, Murphy in a street fight. I'm so over street fights. I gotta be honest with you. I'm over street fights because it just feels like a cop-out. If you're not in a position to wrestle, and I understand Undertaker uh, with his last match against uh, AJ Styles doing the Boneyard match. I understand that. but And I, I understand Dominic because he is... Uh, fairly new in terms of training, so I, I can understand that. But I gotta say, uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it just feels like they're doing too many street fights uh, nowadays. This next uh, set of matches is just bizarre, and I I, I think it's just um, it's it's just bizarre, and I think that it's frankly I think it's kind of a waste uh, because they have Sasha Banks. With Bailey versus Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship, and then you have Bailey with Sasha Banks versus Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I'm thinking to myself, why couldn't you've just done a triple threat where you say the winner of the match uh, gets gets a title? So let's say that Oscar pins Bailey; she's the SmackDown champion, or Oscar pins. Uh, Sasha Banks, she's the Raw champion. Or Sasha or Bailey pin each other. I, I mean, my gosh, th- th- this just seems like a waste. But that that's just me. Next up, Braun Strowman versus The Fiend. Bray Wyatt for the WWE Universal Championship. This is the last chance, I believe, for Bray Wyatt. If he does not win, if Bray Wyatt does not win, then I don't think that he's going to get another chance. And in fact, I think that WWE is going to say, eh, sorry, we're going to have to wish you well on your future endeavors. But who knows? All I know is that Bray Wyatt, much like Johnny Gargano, is a tremendous talent, tremendous character, love his work. I love the Firefly Funhouse. I love it. It's it's amazing. I love it. But when the chips are down, the Fiend or Ray Wyatt loses. And, uh, yeah. And then finally, this is um, th- this last match has to be the end match. This has to be the last time that these two fight. At, at least for a while. And that is Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. In a hair versus hair match. Hey, this all started when Sonya Deville uh, ran down uh, Mandy Rose, grabbed Mandy Rose uh, by the uh, by the hair, and uh, cut off her hair. And then, of course, they had to go in. They had to they had to style it and, and stuff. Gotta say, Mandy Rose with that haircut looks good. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I I just love uh, how uh, how uh, Corey Graves. 
was saying, it's God's greatest soccer mom <laughs> instead of God's greatest gift. Uh, I just say, or, or creation. Uh, so, yeah. I, I'm like, God's greatest soccer mom. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but beyond beyond that situation, I, I really hope that this is the last match between Mandy and Sonia. They are best friends in real life. Uh, I respect the heck out of both of them. I, um, you know, I, 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 I really like both of them as human beings, but I hope that this is the final match between those two, at least for the next little while. Right, so that is the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to me on a weekly uh, basis. You can follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, on uh, Facebook. Just search Russell Wortham. Uh, that's R-U-S-S-E-L-L-W-O-R-T-H-A-M. Russell Wortham. You just plug my name into any one of those platforms and presto, I will be up there uh, on a weekly basis. Again, starting on uh, Monday, uh, I will uh, be doing back-to-back-to-back shows uh, in terms of uh, live uh, tweeting or live-ish tweeting of the previous week's Raw, NXT, and SmackDowns, so you don't want to miss that on Twitter. So until next week, folks, this is Russell Wortham, and as always, life is always, always so much better when you remember the uh, immortal words of the Beatles all those many years ago, love is all you need. I will see you guys next week.